You are now listening to the Unconventional Family Podcast, hosted by my mom and dad. The Unconventional Family Podcast is where you're going to learn about our family, family in general, and a whole host of other fun things. We like to say around here. Life unconventional, love unconditional. All right then, let's go. Welcome back to the Unconventional Family Podcast. This is Jason, and I'm here with Amanda. Say hi, Mama. Hi, Mama. Today, (laughs) we are in for a full slate of fun topics. I would say almost a smorgasbord. Isn't that a fun word to say? I love saying smorgasbord. You're really Germanizing that. Smorgasbord. Is it not German? It is. Okay. But are you? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Are you German? Uh, no. Oh. oh, anyway, we've got a smorgasbord, <laughs> a plethora of things to talk about. So let's jump into the topic of the day, which is filter your family. Now, if your millennial mind, bless your heart, goes straight to the idea of a filter on your phone and making your picture pretty, <laughs> it ain't what I'm talking about. Uh-oh. No. Oh. I'm talking about a life straw. There's a thing called a life straw <laughs> that a lot of ministries pay for people in Africa to have. And survivalists keep these in their bag. And you can literally stick the, the end of this straw in any source of water and begin to drink out of it. And the filter between the water and your mouth takes all the toxins, the impurities out of the water, and you can drink dirty water. Or water that, you know wasn't necessarily designated for drinking originally. So parents need to be the life straw. Basically, yes. To their children. (laughs) And I want to talk about people, places, and things to filter from your family. Some people call it sheltering, as if that's a bad thing. I actually think it's a very healthy thing to shelter. I should be a shelter for the kids from certain things. The first one, people. I am going to filter out of my kids' lives, certain types of people. Absolutely. You don't have to feel good about that, but I will do what I have to do. One of them is going to be my children are not going to be, if I can help it, surrounded by a bunch of very low-class people. Right. Classless, trashy, nasty, rude, yeah, inconsiderate, low-vision people. Right. And immediately, I will say, people are going to think, oh, just because we don't have money, they won't hang around us. That is the class and how much is in your bank account have nothing to do with each other. Disconnected from each other. So just, I'm just going to throw in, that's usually you. You're usually the one that are like, oh, people are going to think this. (laughs) Class and money have nothing to do with each other. Nothing to do with each other. People that have low vision that are going to try to keep my children distracted or off mission and purpose, I'm definitely going to filter you out of their life. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, because those people are the ones that will crush their dreams. If you, I've noticed people who don't have big goals and big visions and stuff. Seem to not want. Others to. Yeah. yeah. Uh And so... You don't get to crush their dreams. That's right. So that's people. Places. Mm. 
you know, let me go back to people again. There are certain types of people that are connected to places that I'm just not exposing my kids to, particularly Oliver. Right. They get all the exposure to nasty, mean, cruel, and godless when they go see their biological parents. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They do. Unfortunately. Can't can't change what is. A right. mirror just reflects what is. <laughs> I didn't make the mirror make you look like a nasty heifer. If you're a nasty heifer and you look in the mirror, that's just what you are. Right. Places. There are certain places that we're going to stay out of. Right. Places could mean a time and place. Places could be literal buildings. I can tell you this, that, well, that's better safe for the next one. But anyway, there are certain schools my kids are not going to attend. Yeah. There are certain restaurants we're not going to go to. And there are just things, places that we're going to stay out of. Right. And people that we're going to filter from. Right. And, well, you're sheltering your kid. How will they ever know? I will teach them. Right. I would not dare send either kid off to college unprepared morally. Right. I want them to go to college. Yeah. But I've prepared them morally mm-hmm. <laughs> to defend their position of faith. Yeah. Things. Well, let me say places. Oh, yeah. Jump in. There are certain friends that they will not go stay the night at their house. That's right. And this is something I've seen a lot of it because because a lot of stuff is coming to light. So parents, like, dear God, please listen. But I was listening. I don't remember if I was listening to a podcast or if I was watching a show on it. But the amount of molestation of young children happens at sleepovers with people you think that you can trust. And here it is. It's not the parents of the children. It's family members that live in that house or that are allowed over in that house while your kid is there. And it happens without anyone knowing. So God, please be wise. And I, I'm going to say this maybe. um, and, And I know it happens to boys, you know, and it happens to girls, but if you have a little girl, please just be mindful of who you let them go stay know the night with. Know who is in that house. Yeah. Because fair warning, if I have a daughter and she stays the night at your house and your Uncle Buck, who lives in the room down the hall, touches my daughter inappropriately, I am going to handle the situation. And you may get caught up in the handling. Yeah. Uncle Buck will be no more. <laughs> So, listen, I Can know... Can I say that on the podcast? I mean, because we're talking hypothetically. Of course, that would never be I don't even be know an Uncle do. Buck. I don't even know an Uncle Buck. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go. go. So, I know everyone wants to be, you know, the cool parent and and have the sleepovers and let them go to the sleepovers and stuff, but be extremely... There is, other than my sister and my parents... There is one other place that Oliver is allowed to go and stay the night at. Mm-hmm. And that can, is it. I can think of another couple that I would allow. Yeah. No, there are more. <laughs> but I'm, he, he's never asked he thus far. Ask. His best friend, he does stay the night with his best friend. Yeah. 
his best friend's parents are our friends and our pastors. Right. And let me just put this out there. I let Oliver stay at places and go places with people that I know they will take it upon themselves to inflict the same type of punishment I would Yes. if he is harmed. Yes. So I am absolutely convinced that while he is at his best friend's house, that there are um, two brothers and two sets of parents that will vehemently protect my child. Yes. No doubt about it. Yeah. I know that when he's with your parents, that Paul Phil, and for that matter, Granny, yeah. is full well capable and ready to pew-pew the pew-pew-pew. Pew-pew, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. needed. I know this. You yeah. have to care. And, and just know this. If your child spends a night with my kid, they're under my protection as if they were my kid. Yeah. I wouldn't let a thing happen to them. Absolutely not. But not every parent has that prerogative. They don't feel that way. Yeah. And they give their... Uncle Buck, their brother, their, you know, older kid that, you know, he's kind of a twerp. Yeah. He's got a drug problem, blah, blah. Yeah. They don't watch him. Nope. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a place. Yeah. Thing. <sighs> Religion. <clears throat> I'm not going to let my kids get caught up in a church that demands that you can't wear makeup if you're a woman. No. Or that you can only read the King James Bible. No. <laughs> not doing it. I'm not letting them get caught up in cult-like behavior. Legalism. Legalism of any kind. Yeah. I am keeping them from following every trend. Yeah. They don't need to be trend chasers. Right. You want to be trendy? That's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to filter you from you getting your value in how well you're trendy. Speaking of which... I know quotes are at the end, and I'm going to try to just dump this one off the top of my dome. But as far as getting your value in trends, there was this quote that was going around Instagram the other day, and it was, if you place your value in others' opinions, you will fall at their criticism oh, or something like that. I'm going to have to look it up and get the right wording. That's good. But yes, that is something that we have had to, we've taught both of the boys and something that we live by. People's opinions about you don't matter. Your opinion of me out there, anyone, gosh, it's low on my priorities, man. It is. (laughs) I just, that doesn't, yeah. Habits. I'm going to filter the boys from becoming a drug addict. And... I know this is a sensitive subject for people. It's a lot of times parents, at least they feel like they've done everything they can. And their kid ended up strung out on crack. And indeed, sometimes that's true. But if you'd search real deep, maybe you could have kicked some friends to the curb. Yeah. I will kick a friend to the curb out of the life of my kids if it's going to take them down a dark path. Yes. Then I have, and you say, well, they'll keep hanging out with them. My friends, you're not paying attention to what I've been saying for a few years. <laughs> when I tell a friend that they're done hanging around my kids, it is explained in such a manner that they are fearful to ever hang around my kid again. Right. But we live in a panty waste society. Mm-hmm. Everything's soft. Well, you know, you shouldn't. I mean, that, what, is, that, is that Christ-like? Um, Christ sat down and braided a whip. Mm-hmm. 
and beat the backs off of people that weren't doing what he thought they needed <laughs> to be doing. Okay, period. And I'll remind you, Christ called a king, Herod, you tell that fox. He called him a fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's not act like Jesus was some dope-smoking, hippie, peacenik cult member. Right. He put this spine inside of me. Yeah. If a friend <laughs> is a friend that will lead, let's you know why it's grown. Let's talk Oliver. Mm-hmm. If he will lead Oliver down a um, drug, godless, perverted path, then we will walk out to the front yard and in a quiet tone, but with a deadlock stare, it will be conveyed to said friend that it is not safe any longer yeah. for you to be coming around here. Yeah. Well, what do you mean, Jason? What are you talking about? I'm saying I am not above threatening to beat up teenage friends. Right. If and only if they threaten to ruin the lives of my kids. Yeah. Not if they're a little disrespectful. Right. Not if, you know, okay, well, you know, back a couple of months ago we got busted smoking a joint. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it is well known and is I can tell this person is going against every value that we stand for and is leading them down a path of deception and darkness. I don't play with demons. I evict them. Yeah. Oh, that kid's not a demon. But he may be housing one. Yeah. And yeah, I'll talk to parents, whatever. I will run someone off. Absolutely. I, I ran. I, I didn't even do it real hard. And I ran off a kid from here with Wyatt. Yeah. It just involved alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I just had a stern talk with him. Never to be seen around the house ever again. Yeah. And it wasn't even a threat. It was like, that's a really bad idea for you to be supplying him. That's a really, really bad idea for you. Yeah. And I need you to quit doing that if you want to be around here. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Well, good. We understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> and never saw him again. Yeah. I hadn't even seen him around town. I don't know. <laughs> but there are, there are people, places, things, family members that aren't good for the kids. Yeah. I'm not making my kids hug you or be around you because we're related. Right. If you're a low quality person, you're getting filtered. Yeah. <laughs> so think of an oil filter. Think of a coffee filter. Think of a life straw. You have to be that. For your family. Sometimes you may have to filter out stress for your spouse, speaking of things. Sometimes you may have to take a burden that they just can't take right now. Either husband towards wives or wives for husbands. Sometimes you just need to say, look, I know this was causing you a, a burden. I went about this and I handled it. And then the spouse that didn't handle it, if you don't agree with how they handled it, shut up and give them grace because they tried to take a burden off of you. Yeah. You know, if I come home and Amanda says, hey, you know, we had this financial thing going on. <laughs> I'm just made up scenario here. And I went ahead and did such and such. And I think this will fix it. And I hope you're okay with it. The fact that she took the initiative to make me not have to worry about it. We're good. Yeah. Now, if it was a terrible decision, we may revisit it. <laughs> but 
never going to get mad at somebody for trying to filter pain out of my life. No. No, not at all. That's about all I have to say on the subject of filtering. I mean, there's a lot to be said. Yeah. I will say uh, another big thing for us, and like you said, that there's a ton of stuff that you need to think about filtering um, in your kids' lives, but uh, TV. What all the, electronics. Yeah, all electronics. What's, what's going on on their phones, what they're watching on YouTube, their... There's some people that are like, oh, if my kids can't watch it, then I don't watch it. And I'm like, well, you are crazy because you'd be watching cartoons all no, the time. <laughs> look, Oliver has no business watching Yellowstone. Right. But I don't mind if Wyatt watches it. No. So here's, and here's the thing, and this is where people get a little wonky. Your 18-year-old and your 9-year-old should not have the same exact rules. No. <laughs> we won't let Oliver watch Walking Dead. We won't let him watch Yellowstone. I don't let him even really watch too much Blue Bloods. No. And that's a wholesome show. Yeah. I don't let him watch Grey's Anatomy whenever I'm watching it. There's just, there's certain things because I am an adult and I am firm and know what I believe and know my morals and know what's right from wrong. And he's not there yet. There's some stuff that happen on these shows that... He doesn't need to think is okay. Um, Amen. So, and then there are some things on YouTube and you need to watch your kids text messages. Like this is something that we did with Wyatt whenever he was a kid is I need to see your text messages. Who are you talking to on Snapchat and stuff like that. But, and then there's, there's a whole nother level of just invading their privacy that there's a fine line there, but that's for another day, another time. We should talk about that in greater degree on another podcast yeah believe it or not your kids do deserve a degree of privacy and it increases with age yeah absolutely oliver gets very little privacy he gets privacy to change do his bathroom stuff that's about it uh yeah i'm gonna be knowing everything else i don't need to know about bathroom or changing but everything else yeah i'm gonna know yeah Wyatt. hmm you know he's 18 guys we're just on a need-to-know basis 18. with Wyatt. Yeah. He'll tell me if he wants me to know. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, fortunately for us, we have a very good open relationship with us. The kid is... Yeah. With him. He is transparent to the point to where I'm like, son... I didn't need to know that. You can, you can talk to Uncle Jay about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, and he will. And yeah, he will. yeah. He's a good boy. All right. Shift over into our family tip of the day here it is make attending church as a family a priority yes now when i first thought about this tip amanda said i think we should say make god a priority yeah and i think that's a completely separate tip because church is not god but church is still good oh that's such a Church is not God. It is. It just kind of came out right there. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> church is not God, but church is still good. Yes. Okay. And I believe that attending church as a family strengthens a family if Absolutely. you're at a good church. Absolutely. Yeah. The kids make friendships at a church that are going to bless them for their entire life. Yeah. They get sort of adoptive <laughs> aunts and uncles and <laughs> brothers and sisters yeah 
if a church is functioning correctly, it should be like a family. I was about to say, it's just, just another family or part of your family. Do you have it's separate true. families? <laughs> yeah. Sing together, worship together, pray together, listen to the word together, go to children's church, all this. Yet, yeah, Make church a priority. You need it in your life. Yeah. Now. Don't make it a God. You don't need it like you need God. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. Some people don't understand the difference. We're going to be recording for 84 years as many times as we say. That's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, we might record for 84 years. How cool would that well, no, be? No, we won't because I'm not going to be alive in 84 years. Wow. I'd be well over like 130 or something. But how okay. cool would it be whenever we're 90 <laughs> and we're like, this is the unconventional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, did you get your teeth? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I got some good fiber. Anyway. <laughs> Make attending church a priority. So for yeah. those of you starting a family, want to start a family, to adopt, you want to whatever, however you want to create a family, when you get your kids and you're married and you've created this family, make church a priority. Train up a child in the way that he should, he or she should go. And when yeah. they are old, they will not depart from it. They will, they will, life will send hard times to them. And if for some reason you are not around, they can remember, oh, mom and dad went to church. Yeah. Mom and dad took us to church. That's where I go for help. <laughs> not to the bottle. You know what I can remember when times are really, really hard for me? <laughs> I remember some of the old hymns. Yeah. Jesus hold my hand. Yeah. And I've been holding it ever since. Yeah. Amen. Let's move on to our Mount Rushmore. Let's do it. Four meals to share with family. Do I get to go first since you went first? I wish time? you would go first. I get tired of going first on everything. Go right ahead, Mama. <laughs> All right. This is a smorgasbord. Oh, here we go. I can't say that word. Smorgasbord meal. When we have finger food nights. Christmas Eve. Yes. Or like Sundays. You know, there's some Sundays that we do it. Like we'll have cheese dip and jalapeno poppers and sausage balls and yeah, just awesome. like chips and stuff. Like junk food. Like football finger food nights. But... I don't know. They're just my favorite, just snack foods. That's one of my favorite things. And then homemade soup and grilled cheese. That beef soup, it's not stew. It is soup. people. It is not stew. I don't eat stew. I don't like stew. I don't, don't want to like try your stew. <laughs> don't like it. Don't like it. It is soup and grilled cheese. And there is only one way to eat a grilled cheese. And you have to put Miracle Whip and Velveeta cheese on it. I will teach y'all one day over on the Instagram. On the gram. Whoa, did my phone just make noise? I think it did. When, and then here's a, here's another one. When we grill out and do steaks for dinner. Oh, that's a good one. Steaks and potatoes and Brussels sprouts and boxed Velveeta mac and cheese. <laughs> Is there anything better? No. That's fantastic. No. Oh. Fantastic. I'm getting so hungry. I've only had breakfast, and it's like two. It's almost three o'clock. I ain't even had lunch oh, yet. Three o'clock. 
All right. Are you ready? Is this number four? Number four. Hit me, mama. Mississippi roast. Oh. That's like the meat. You just dropped your microphone. The Drop the mic. Listen. Listen at the way that I say this. It's the meat that gives you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> And it's covered in gravy. And then you just pour it over mashed potatoes. Serve it with a little bit of garlic green Can I get a Hoya? And a roll with (laughs) butter on the side. You know what? I could be a spokesperson for food. Well, definitely for Mississippi Roast. It's the meat that gives you a hug. (laughs) I think I like that one because I like foods that smell the whole house up for extended periods of time. That takes me back to my childhood because cooking used to be slower and methodical. Yeah. Take all day and all day you got to think about, man, oh, man, that roast going to be good. Oh, it started so. hugging me at 11 <laughs> and it's five. <laughs> Longest meat hug ever. All right. Well, here's mine. Beans and cornbread. Oh, dadgummit. How did I miss that? <laughs> yes. That's actually on the menu. Oh, you're going to be gone. Thanks. <laughs> Soups of any kind. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had soup last night. We're having soup again tonight for dinner. So, yeah. Fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, oh I need to get y'all that recipe over on the IG too. Man, IG2. fettuccine. It, it ain't no fettuccine like you've ever had. And you get some garlic bread and some salad and just have a big Italiano feast. I mean, mm. why would you not? Why would you not? <laughs> Lastly, it's this the, is kind on. of a... It's the pasta that gives you a hug. Last one is kind of a new tradition, but homemade pizza. You oh. get the toppings out. <laughs> They're all everywhere. You've got the bread. You've got the olive oil, the sauce. You're just, just chaos in the kitchen. Olives are flying. Olives are flying. <laughs> Bell peppers are getting tossed. Oliver's complaining. Because he only wants pepperoni. <laughs> he only wants pepperoni. <laughs> and I only want them arranged this way. And, 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 and you know, somebody's, why don't you want mushrooms? Oh, mushrooms are sick. But at the end of the day, it's um, fantastic. It's good. Yeah. You eat your homemade pizza with a cold Diet Coke. Man. You know they have um, like uh, standalone pizza ovens that you can buy. Yes, we should we yeah. should invest in one of those because they're like, mm-hmm. um, is it like brick like the brick ovens like the fire brick ovens or whatever? Yes. So it's supposed to be like that and taste like that. <laughs> we should get one. Fantastic, let's get one. Let's do it. You know, I think Coach Carter actually got one. Oh, yeah, go get his. I will check it out. <laughs> so anyway, uh, bond around food. That's cool. Share it with your family. Uh, let's move on. It's time for the quote of the day. Mom- Alrighty. You ready for my quote? I was born ready. I will forever remain humble because I know I could have less. I will always be grateful because I know I've had less. Very good. It's perspective. Yeah. That's good. I thought it was really good. Are you ready for my quote of the day? I'm always ready for your quote, baby. Get your seatbelts on. Are you locked in? Yeah. Are you ready at home? You ready in the car? Because here's my quote of the day. It's just two words put together. Quote, unquote, Jim Bippity. 
Man, look at you coming in clutch. Jim Bippity is an adjective and a noun. Jim Bippity is an expression used by the social elite to express satisfaction with a situation or to describe something as better than it was expected. Jim Bippity can also be used to describe a loyal friend or someone who has your respect. You could use it this way. I got the job. Jim Bippity. Well, that turned out to be a real Jim Bippity. Oliver. Now, Oliver, he's a Jim Bippity. Yes, sir. So you're mad? Jim Bippity. You're frustrated? Jim Bippity. You're happy about it? Jim Bippity. You want to say something nobody else knows what to say? Jim Bippity. You want to support the unconventional family? Jim freaking Bippity. <laughs> Jim Bippity Boobop. I don't know how you want to say it. You say it how you want to put it. You put a little swagger in it. You put a little dagger in it. I don't care what you do. You can say it up and you can say it down. You can say it forward or backward. You can say Bippity Jim, Jim Bippity. I don't care how you say it. Just say some Jim Bippity. Mama, talk to him about the shirts. How? That was good. You didn't even like rehearse that. I'm a bit of a gangster rapper. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we are Jim Bippity. Okay, so we lived over in Hutto in our townhome. And did I fall? Did I trip? Or did I get up <laughs> off the couch? What happened? No, something you were you were pleased with. You were like, I got it. Hot dog. Jim Bippity. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you were just excited. <laughs> and I think, to be honest with you, it was just kind of something that rolled out instead of cussing. Yeah, I <laughs> like, think I think it was. You know? Yeah. And so that's how we got Jim Bippity, and we were all just, I think it was like me, you, and Chelsea, we're all sitting in the living room, we're like, Jim Bippity. Oliver, Oliver was there. Yeah, and so. Oliver goes, what's a, what's a. What's a Jim Bippity? Yeah. I can remember him. He said, uh, what's a Jim Bippity? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, I don't know. So. So I told you what a Jim Bippity yeah, is. Yeah, so just like maybe like a month or two ago, I told Jason, I'm like, we need to figure out like exactly what is the definition of Jim Bippity. And so he came up with it, and I'm like, that that is like absolutely perfect. So we are currently working on getting like shirts and sweatshirts and stuff made with Jim Bippity on them. And then on the sleeves, it's going to have unconventional family, and it's something that we're going to put up on the website. So as soon as we approve styles and shirts and how much cotton we want on the shirt and stuff like that. Um, we're going to be selling them and yeah, you definitely need to get one. And then we will be doing, um, like merch giveaways and stuff like that. But I will tell you, you do not get to be in the giveaway. If you not, if you have not reviewed, if you, not. <laughs> if, if you have not reviewed the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on, because this is the podcast that gives you a hug. Jim Biffity. Yeah. So, as we are going to sign off here. Oh, no, I've got a dad joke. Oh, you have I'm, a dad joke. i got to make people laugh on the Okay, playoff. you give the dad joke, and then we'll sign off, and then I will go eat. Oliver oh, do- is being brought to the studio. He's been given a mic. And here's what we're going to do right now. This is spur of the moment. Just bear with us. Oliver, can you hear me all right? Yes. <clears throat> Feeling today? Good. Do you feel like it's possible that you might not laugh at a couple of dad jokes? I think it is possible, but I'm going to try not to. Here we go. You follow Will Smith in the snow. Mm, how do you? You follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Next joke. He, he's smiling. <laughs> Were you smiling? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I didn't laugh. <laughs> All right. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? 
I don't know. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? So fishticated. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Do you call a factory that makes okay products? I don't know. Satisfactory. <laughs> All right. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? I don't know. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! <laughs> I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Did one wall say to the other wall? I don't know. What did one wall say to the other? Meet you in the corner. I got a dad joke for you. Lay it on me. I'm not going to laugh. Are I'm... you cold? Go stand in the corner. You know why? Because it's 90 degrees. <laughs> <sighs> Where do fruits go on vacation? I don't know. Where do fruits go on vacation? Paris. <laughs> Michael Jackson released some a new type of blue jeans. You know what he calls them? I don't know what does Billy he jeans. Call I don't get it. Never mind. Billy jeans. Billy jeans. Not my love. Do you have another one for me? No. I got one more for you. And we're going to see if you can do it. I don't trust those trees out there. They seem kind of shady. All right, he made it through. He didn't laugh. He smiled a lot. He breathed hard, but Jim Bippity. He Jim Bippity his way through the Jim Bippities. He sure did. Jim. What about Bim Jippity? <laughs> Bim Jippity. Well, that's all we have for the day. And in usual McCutcheon sneak fashion, I'm out. Yeah, Me too. Peace out. <laughs>